morning. Thank you for having me here, here this evening. Uh, how many uh, Emmaus alumni do we have here? Raise your hand if you uh, attended Emmaus. Okay, there's one, two, three, uh, four, five, six. Yes, and uh, David and Linda, well, David and Linda were there together, right? David, you were there with Linda's last year, I think, and uh, um, along with her brother as well. And um, I was um, Linda's third year at Emmaus, so a little bit... No, and Lisa was there with Linda, correct? Okay, very good. Well, and I, so I went there in 86, 87. I'm director of enrollment at Emmaus and uh, director of alumni and constituent relations as well. So it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for having me here. Um, and uh, so it's a, a, a privilege to tell you a little bit about Emmaus Bible College. And so we have a just, let's see, is this going to work for me? There we go. Our mission at Emmaus as it says here, is to glorify God by teaching the Bible and by educating and equipping learners to serve and lead in churches, ministries, communities, and vocations. And so glorify God, of course, that's the ultimate purpose for all our lives. And and at Emmaus, we do that by educating and equipping learners to to lead and serve. The Emmaus experience, it says, academic programs infused with biblical content Meaningful relationships between faculty, staff, and students in a campus environment conducive to spiritual growth. And at Emmaus, one of the big things is the close relationships between faculty and staff and the students. And so at Emmaus, our students will spend a lot of time time with the faculty, uh, not just in the classroom, but outside the classroom as well, getting to know them and getting to know their families and that sort of thing. So... It's preparation for serving Christ and for a vocation. One of the new things at Emmaus is, uh, that we'll get into a little bit later is that we have the opportunity for our students to not just study the Bible, but to, to uh, prepare for a, a career in business, in nursing, in education, or other things. So, and In fact, one uh, uh, place I, I, I gathered with some people and they said, you should call it Emmaus Bible and Vocational College. Um, 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, let me ask you a question. This is just for my own personal information. Is that type bold enough or is it difficult for you to read? Because I didn't make it, you know, black or dark blue or anything. Can you read that that type? Or is it a little too light? It's okay. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Um, I try to make sure it's bold enough to read. But uh, so our students, through the study of God's Word and their close relationships with uh, their profs and their Christian service learning opportunities, they get well-equipped, prepared to serve Jesus Christ. And maybe that'll be in their, well, certainly in their churches, maybe on the mission field. Uh, in their vocations, in their homes, and, and other places, equipped for every good work. Uh, a, a little while ago, I, I put together some, some things thinking about the value of studying the Bible in college. And I found a few articles along those lines. And, and uh, here are some of the things. There's nothing more practical to study than God's Word. 
you know, I've, I've uh, talked to people about studying at Emmaus Bible College. They said, I don't want to study the Bible. I want to study something practical. Well, that's kind of funny to me. Nothing more practical than God's Word. You know, I, I studied business. Uh, that was my bachelor's degree. I went to Emmaus, got the one-year program. Then I went and studied business. And uh, for years, I wondered, why do I have this business degree? Because I ended up in full-time Christian ministry and never really used it. Uh, I had a friend who studied aeronautical engineering at uh, University of Washington. He became a carpenter. And I had a friend who studied history, and he became an engineer. You know, you can study all sorts of things and do something totally different for a living. But if you study the Word of God, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you'll use that the rest of your life. So nothing more practical. And you can study the most important book there is and earn college credit at the same time. Uh, you know, uh, most people will say, will admit there is value in having a Bible, in having a college education. Well, you might as well study the most important book there is while getting uh, a college education. Spiritual foundations are strengthened, not destroyed, at uh, a Bible college, including, of course, Emmaus. And, uh, of course, many colleges um, will... Uh, you'll, sometimes you'll have teachers who are actually want to destroy the foundations that young people have learned from their parents and from their local churches. And, uh, and, and at other colleges or, or other teachers just are ambiv- uh, ambivalent or just neutral or, or feel that way. But uh, you go to Emmaus and the, the spiritual foundations will be strengthened, not destroyed. Godly character development. You know, you can go to other colleges and learn to be a businessman or learn to be a teacher or that sort of thing. But uh, you go to uh, U of Florida or, or Florida State University or a community college, and they're not trying to help you to become a more godly pe- uh, person. And understandably, you know, we don't need them to, to teach our kids to, to uh, be more godly. But at Emmaus, there is godly character development and unique learning opportunities. And what I mean by that is, you know, uh, I don't see too many of you uh, uh, taking thorough notes in preparation for having a test tomorrow on what I'm speaking on right now. That's nothing against you. That's just the nature of what we're doing here. That is, in, uh, in uh, meetings of the church, in Sunday school, that sort of thing, we are, we're not tested on the materials or we don't write papers generally uh, related to the, the, the sermon or the Bible study lesson. And so you don't have that same reinforcement of the lecture that you get in college. And so there's that extra benefit that comes with uh, hearing a lecture in a Bible college. That is, so you're, you're reinforcing the things that you're hearing. So unique learning opportunities... Other ones, like for instance, you're at, uh, back to the unique learning opportunities, you're there with other students who are studying God's Word and, and they are uh, discussing the things you are, you, are dis- you are talking about in class. So uh, when I was at Emmaus, I remember there was, we were going through a certain uh, uh, teaching in the Bible and it was kind of a tricky one and didn't quite, you know, uh, sometimes it didn't act, uh, make sense or, or didn't understand it and, and so sitting around at the lunch table talking about the things we were, we were discussing in class. And even, I remember one time we were discussing one of the, the issues 
And we were saying, well, let's go talk to Dr. McLeod, Dave McLeod, one of the teachers there. And he was about 20 yards away. So we walked over and asked him what he thought about a certain topic. And so really unique learning opportunities at uh, Emmaus. There's guidance regarding life's work. You know, at Emmaus, uh, there are business Christian businessmen uh, who, can, uh, who can tell our uh, students or give our students insight into what it's like being a Christian businessman. There are Christian educators who can help our students who are preparing to be an elementary or a secondary uh, 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 school teacher, uh, and so on. And there's godly uh, instructors who are helping our students to consider what their life's work might be. There's ministry training. That is, all of our students do at least two hours a week of some sort of Christian service, maybe teaching an Awana class or teaching Sunday school or all sorts of different things. And there's even training in those sorts of things. So, like when I was at Emmaus, uh, I drove around every Friday night. Uh, One of the students, she had worked with some uh, girls the previous uh, year, and so she and I would go and get those girls to take them to the kids' club uh, called Friday Nighters. Every Friday night, we would drive all over Dubuque picking, uh, you know, getting these, uh, these gals together for the Bible study. Uh, later, I married that young lady uh, that I drove around with, Linda. And, uh, but there, so there's ministry training. When I, also, when I was at Emmaus, um, I got to preach my first sermon. And so a couple of weeks before this uh, first sermon uh, took place, I, I was at uh, the home of one of my teachers and, and uh, mentioning it, and he and I sat down and t- talked about how to prepare a sermon and how to give it and that sort of thing. And so there's training in ministry. One, another thing that I hadn't really thought about before I did this little mini-project of, of uh, the value of a Bible college education we, I hadn't really thought about the fact of Christian networking. You know, where you're, when you're in college, you get to know a lot of people, and these people can be your friends and maybe even your business partners in the future. At a Bible college, you're, you're meeting a bunch of other Christians, uh, and uh, they can be maybe business partners. Maybe you'll start up churches later with them or other ministries, all sorts of things that you can... Uh, uh, that, that, that will, uh, that, yeah, that come along with networking with other believers. The Bible is integrated into vocational studies. So, my uh, youngest son is studying Bible and business at Emmaus. And uh, one of the classes that he took last semester was business ethics. Well, you know, uh, a lot of schools have business ethics, but I like taking business ethics from a believer. And uh, he, he found that he really enjoyed that class as well. Uh, so, integrating the Word of God into your vocational studies. Surprising marketability. That is, some people think, I, I don't want to go to Emmaus uh, for my education because I want to get a good job afterwards. <laughs> but actually, our students are finding terrific opportunities for uh, vocational study. Not just in full-time ministry, but in other areas as well. Um, Dubuque itself, Dubuque, Iowa, is the small city in which uh, uh, Emmaus is. And uh, our unemployment in Dubuque is only 3.5%, so which is about half the national uh, average. And uh, so we have tremendous jobs. Our students are coming out, and, and uh, some of them are working for IBM and, and various other companies. And the companies there in Dubuque 
are finding they love Emmaus students because we're honest, we're dependable, hardworking, and you know they know their stuff. They've they've we've got a great education program, a great computer information systems program, and other ones. So surprising marketability. Most of all, you get to study the priceless Word of God. Well, here is our Dubuque campus uh, on Asbury Road. Uh, there's our marble chapel where Lynn and I were married uh, almost 25 years ago. Uh, by the way, okay, we're doing business on the weekend and next weekend, and in between we're celebrating our 25th anniversary, which will be in March. Uh, we're going on a cruise. And, uh, but, uh, so there's the marble chapel, and it's a beautiful building. This was a Catholic seminary that was built in, I believe, the 50s. Does that sound right? And um, built for $13 million, I think. And gradually, the seminary, um, the numbers of students dropped and dropped and dropped. And eventually, they closed the building. And it sat empty for a few years. And finally, they were getting desperate to find a buyer. We're glad to have a buyer who was uh, um, a religious institution and sold it to us for $1.3 million, uh, 10 cents on the dollar. So we were very uh, glad, and uh, the Lord provided very well for us. Here's the David A. Glock Auditorium. That's my father-in-law. Um, and uh, we've been gradually remodeling some of the classrooms. Let's see. There's Classroom F. Lisa, remember Classroom F? Yeah, and uh, it's a whole lot different nowadays. It's, it's even got air conditioning in there. So um, that came from a, an alumni gift. That is, the, the alumni of Emmaus gave a bunch of money last, last year and for Christmas, and they were up, able to upgrade Classroom F. Student life includes personal discipleship, like I mentioned. Uh, this is... Uh, Tim Iverson, one of our, he's our, uh, our math teacher, and he coached basketball for quite a few years. And he was just sitting down at this, uh, this table with the students over lunch. This was not a set-up thing where uh, uh, the photographer said, hey, why don't you go sit with those students? The photographer saw there's a teacher sitting with the students. And that's a common thing in Emmaus, uh, whether it's formal or informal discipleship. Uh, between faculty and students. Lifelong friendships. Of course, uh, probably you've all heard the phrase Emmaus Bridal College, uh, a ring by spring or your money back, <laughs> which is not a, a contract. It's not uh, written down and it's not necessarily true, but it's, it's uh, you know, a good place to make lifelong friends, whether it's uh, a spouse or just uh, other friends. And... Um, the, you enjoy the, the unity that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ and the fact that we're a, a very small school really uh, leads to close relationships um, that we enjoy at Emmaus and various activities here. Uh, we have sports like other colleges. We have sports, but we don't have a whole lot of sports. We have intercollegiate basketball for the guys and the gals and volleyball for the gals and uh, soccer for the guys. And a lot of intramural sports, that is, ones we play just in, within our student body. Actually, uh, we, we have uh, indoor soccer is going on right now, and I'm playing on the faculty staff team, and that's kind of fun. I, I think we have a game tomorrow night. I'm going to miss it. If they lose, I'll know it's because I'm gone. Uh, because so far, we're actually undefeated, which is shocking. 
Uh, we've got a lot of musical opportunities, so if you come to Emmaus and you're, you've got musical talent, we do what we can to find opportunities for you to make use of those talents. And uh, we have uh, an ensemble, we have a chapel choir, and uh, various small groups uh, of various sorts. Like I mentioned, service opportunities, and, and in this case, uh, once a week, uh, one of the male students will give the message at chapel. So that's a great opportunity for the guys to learn how to, to give a message. In fact, uh, our second son, was um, his name is Brandon, and he was part of a group of guys who would speak frequently in chapel. And uh, one of the teachers, his name is Jim Van Dyne, he meets with these students who are uh, going to give a, a message and helps them put together their message. When he was at Dallas Seminary, uh, Jim Van Dyne received the preaching award for being the best preacher at in seminary in that senior class. So he, he really knows his stuff. And uh, so, um, yeah, so service of various sorts. Maybe it's preaching or, or uh, doing manual labor here in this case, but we want our students serving Jesus Christ and, uh, and mankind and, uh, you know, putting into practice things that they're learning. Uh, it reminds me of uh, when I was at Emmaus, about this time of year, it was, uh, you know, the dead of winter and an early Saturday afternoon, I was studying and uh, I remember feeling like I was going to burst because I was learning so much and I couldn't wait for summer to come so I could go to camp and teach the kids all the things that I was learning. And uh, so... When summer camp came and I was able to get together with campers and, and share all sorts of things that, you know, I remember sitting around with them and them peppering me with questions and I'm like, hey, I know the answer to a whole lot of these. Um, we, we still have a strong missions emphasis. Here's a couple of gals who went, um, I could only guess where that is, but it's somewhere overseas. <laughs> and uh, academics. We are still Emmaus Bible College. We're still everybody majors in Bible. But, like I mentioned, we've been adding other majors throughout the years. So, academic pre uh, preparation uh, includes the one-year uh, Certificate of Bi Biblical Studies, which is all that I did in Emmaus, and it was really my best year of school and was a life-changing year. And I came in and, you know, felt I knew the Bible fairly well, but needed to know more. But I found there was so much more to learn. I grew up in a Christian home. I had served at camp for a couple of years, uh, and given Bible studies all, uh, you know, all summer long to the campers. But there is so much more to learn. And I, I uh, uh, anyway, took these classes and, and more and just loved it. I, when I thought about coming to Emmaus seven years ago, before that, Lynn and I were in a, a small town in Iowa working with an assembly there. But when we decided to come, I thought, boy, if we could get more people just coming and doing that one-year certificate at Emmaus. It's such a life-changing year that uh, that would be a tremendous thing. And uh, so I, I strongly encourage you, young folks, or for that matter, old folks too, uh, but uh, to, to come and, and at least do the one-year Bible certificate at Emmaus. And these are classes they take, and they have some electives as well. Uh, most of our students, though, work on a bachelor degree at Emmaus, and like I mentioned, everybody at Emmaus majors in Bible, 
And these are our, uh, some of our second majors available. Uh, we also have some minors uh, available here and a brand new minor in biblical archaeology. Um, some of our newer programs are business, which is just uh, in its fourth year, Christian camping and secondary education. It's good to, to know that in our education, our elementary ed and our secondary ed programs, those are, uh, like it says, Iowa State endorsement so that uh, you can teach not only in a private school but also in a public school. And uh, by the way, Iowa State endorsement, uh, other states look very highly upon Iowa State endorsement. So, uh, again, everyone majors in Bible, uh, spiritual, and professional preparation. Any of you do the Emmaus online courses? Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm here then to tell you about this. Emmaus online, you can uh, take our classes for free. Not for credit, but for free. That is, uh, we have uh, over a dozen classes that have been recorded audiovisually, and you can download them onto your phone or your iPad or whatever, your computer, and watch them whenever. And uh, in fact, some assemblies will use them, like uh, maybe for prayer meeting or what have you, and they'll watch a lecture or half of a lecture and have a time of prayer. But as long as you're not charging it, charging for it, you can use it for whatever you want. And uh, watch and learn at your own pace. And um, then there's also Emmaus Ministry Resources. Every um, Memorial Day weekend, we have Iron Sharpens Iron, which is a tremendous conference. Usually get around 300 people, you know, three or 400 people. Journey Magazine. And I brought several Journey Magazines that if you, you uh, uh, care to take one with you, that's great. Um, some of you are familiar with BSS, Bible, uh, steward, uh, excuse me, Believer Stewardship Services, and uh, e Emmaus Correspondence School. Probably a lot of you are familiar with that, right? I'm told a bunch of you did the uh, challenge last year, and uh, the Bible challenge is going on again this year. ECS Ministries, over a million courses every year sent throughout the world, and um, ecsministries.org. And then Believer Stewardship Services, and it's uh, for um, planning the stewardship of your material goods. And uh, here's our president. Is he coming next week? Mr. Phil Boom. You'll love him. Great man. And uh, wonderful family. And so you'll learn more about him, but these are some of the things about him. He has his MBA. He came to Emmaus a few years ago to lead our business administration program. And... Uh, then uh, this past June uh, 1st, I believe, was named our new president. Some things to pray for re regarding Emmaus. Uh, most of all is enrollment. Our enrollment has dropped a little bit the last two years, and we'd like to see it uh, raised. In fact, we'd like to see our highest uh, ever numbers. We'd like to get up to 300 students. So we ask for your prayers along those lines. Uh, along those lines also, we need uh, prayers for... Uh, funding the ministry at Emmaus, uh, maintaining our facility, and keeping the constituency informed. Praise the Lord for a new roof that the Lord provided for a few years ago and for His provision and wonderful students and faculty and staff uh, that we have. So, sometimes people... Uh, in fact, just uh, a couple months ago, uh, uh, an alumnus came up to me. He said, Hey, Stefan, how can I help Emmaus? So, 
This is what I always tell people. If you want to know how you can help Emmaus, do one or, or two or even all three of these. You can pray for Emmaus. Pray for us on a regular basis. And, oh, once every month or so, maybe six weeks, I send out a, prayer, uh, a list of prayer requests. And if you'd like to join our prayer partners, just send me an email. Say, hey, I'd like to be on this list and I'll email you our prayer requests every six weeks or so. So you can pray for us. Pray that our students will be faithful to the Lord, that our enrollment would grow, that the Lord would continue to provide for us and, and uh, pray for President Boom. Uh, provide. Students' fees are only about two-thirds of the cost and so if you'd like to uh, consider giving to our uh, financial needs, you can go to emmaus.edu slash give. And promote. Um, if you know of anyone who you think might be interested in Emmaus, tell them about our school. And it says affordability campaign down there, and I left a bunch of these for you. Emmaus cost is just under 22000 a year, um, and we're freezing the cost for next year because we're trying to increase enrollment. Um, that is, amongst fully accredited colleges, it's very low. Some people hear 22,000, they think, oh, that's a lot. Some people hear 22,000, they think that's a little. Whatever, it's a lot, but comparatively quite low. But also, we're greatly increasing scholarships this year because, again, we want to increase our uh, enrollment next year. So I left a bunch of these. If you have anyone in mind who you think might be interested, have them uh, check that out. So keep us in your prayers for that, um, for... New students, I also um, have left a bunch of these about our online program. By the way, we also have these in Spanish, so if you have any Spanish-speaking friends who might be interested, tell them that. I left a bunch of these, the Journey Magazine. Uh, these come out twice a year. If you like this, then put this in the mail. You don't have to pay for it. If you want to help pay, that's great, but if you don't uh, have the means, that's fine too. If you want Journey Magazine, we want you to, to receive it. And uh, I also left several of these. These are our annual report. And uh, so grab, uh, some of, uh, grab one of these if you'd like to know about our financial condition and see a couple of student testimonies. Okay. Well, earlier I showed you 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, which very much relates to Emmaus Bible College and our work. So I'd like to just look at those two uh, verses for our last little bit of time together this evening. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. And I know we've got a golfing near pro over here in Isaiah, but I like to golf, oh, five or six times a year. Now, about... Fifteen years ago, uh, I didn't golf really at all. You know, maybe once every couple of years I'd go out. I, don't, I didn't even have any golf clubs at the time. But a friend of mine said, hey, I'm going to take up golf. And so I said, I will too. So uh, I went uh, garage sailing and I saw some golf clubs at a garage sale. $25 for a whole set of clubs with a bag. Isaiah, those were some really good clubs, weren't they? No, they weren't. They were horrible. But, uh, but I figured they're going to be better than I, than I am, and I was right. But $25 was too much, so I talked them down to $20 for a whole set of golf clubs. And I used those clubs for a few years, and I was really improving my golf game. But it was funny. I found that 
no matter what, I was, sometimes I would, for no reason, I'd hit it just perfect, but sometimes it'd go right and sometimes it'd go left. And then I read that these sorts of shafts, these graphite shafts, are a little harder to, to control going right and left. So I thought, I'll buy some steel shafted clubs. So I went to the store and to a, a, a sporting goods store and I spent a whole hundred dollars on a whole set of golf clubs. Pretty good, huh? A lot better now. Guess what? I, I did play better, actually. You're thinking it wasn't any better? It was better. I got a little bit better gear and I started playing better and I could hit the ball straighter. I'm still hitting the ball straighter sometimes. Um, and I found that when I was better equipped, I could play the game of golf better. Now, I'd still play the game of golf even if I had terrible equipment, but I could play a little bit better if I had better equipment. So let's look at 2 Timothy 3. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Thoroughly equipped for every good work. I'd like to just highlight a few of these, uh, few of these words here in, in 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17. The first word there is all. All Scripture is inspired. You know, I'll bet most of us here have a favorite book of the Bible or, or chapter of the Bible or whatever. My favorite book of the Bible is probably the book of John. Anybody else here, your favorite book is John? One? Just one of you. Wow, okay, two. There we go. I love the book of John. I love the I am statements of, of the Lord Jesus and other things. Uh, we're, we just recently started a Bible study, Lynn and I did, with, uh, with some folks, and uh, we're starting to go through the book of John. I love the book of Romans. Uh, Proverbs, I find, to be really enjoyable to go through. Just anyway, uh, you, most of us probably have a favorite chapter of the Bible, or, or excuse me, book of the Bible. And then most of us probably have books that are a little more difficult to go through, right? Or sections of the Bible we don't find as exciting, right? Probably not. There, there are probably a few, but probably most of us do not consider Leviticus our favorite book of the Bible. Some might. Probably most of us here don't consider Numbers our favorite book of the Bible. Maybe some of you do. But... So some of them might not seem as exciting, might not seem as important to us. But it says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. You know, you think of the genealogies. And, and uh, sometimes we think of genealogies and they might seem kind of boring, might not seem like that, uh, that important. And yet, um, when I was in college and studying business, I was given tickets to this fancy uh, uh, Breakfast, a Christian businessman's breakfast, they called it. And so I went to this breakfast and ate this wonderful meal. And uh, afterwards, somebody spoke and gave a, an evangelistic message. And after that, they opened it up to questions. Apparently, the speaker uh, had some was an expert in apologetics or something like that. And so he took questions from the audience. And one man stood up and said, "I'm Jewish." And I don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. And he said the reason for that is I don't think that he was truly a descendant of David. 
Well, that's why the genealogies are so important, isn't it? The genealogies in Matthew and Luke and elsewhere in the Bible are in, uh, vital to the Christian faith. We might think they're boring, but that's without really considering what they're all about. All Scripture is important. All Scripture is valuable. doesn't mean it's all equally strategic to understanding the Christian faith, but it's all Scripture and it's all important and we should, all, we should treat it all um, and consider it all very highly. All Scripture. Scripture there. Uh, the, the sacred writings. And um, so since it's sacred, we should treat it as sacred, right? And, you know, there was a time about, about you know, 15 years ago or 20 years ago or more that, that I, you know, if I had a spot 10 feet away where I wanted to set my Bible, maybe I'd just kind of gently toss it over there. Or I might, you know, without even thinking about it, just kind of toss it on the ground. Not trying to beat it up or anything, but just being a little disrespectful of it. But this is Scripture. This is the sacred writings of God. And we should treat it with respect, shouldn't we? And, and I had a conversation with an older brother and he showed me how he, you know, he loves the Word of God and he would just set it down in a gentle manner all the time. And, and he kind of reminded me that, that it is Scripture and Scripture means sacred writings. All of the sacred writings are given by inspiration of God. That is, they were God-breathed. To think of, of, of the fact that He would give us His Word, His message. And so we can hold in our hands and we can read and we can study the, what is given by inspiration of God. And when uh, Lynn and I were engaged... And I was uh, after, well, I went, I, I, I finished school in California when she was in Iowa. And then I, after graduation, I spent a couple months in Seattle where I grew up and uh, was working in, as we got ready for the wedding. And she would write me letters. And uh, almost every day, Linda, you wrote me letters. It was so wonderful. And I remember in college, uh, I'd get up and, and before I went to breakfast, I'd went, go to the mailbox and look for a letter from Linda. And I'd open it up and I'd, I'd take that letter and, oh, I'd read it through. It was so, I just loved getting letters from her. Stefan, you are such a great guy. <laughs> Stefan, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. And, and I'd write her letters. Linda, you're right. And <laughs> it was so good. And I loved getting those letters from her. And I'd save them and... I don't have to save him anymore because i got it right now. And she still tells me what a great guy I am. And I still tell her, you're right. And uh, uh, anyway, but, but these, were his, these are letters, if you will, books from God. Even better than a book from, from Linda or a letter from Linda is a, a letter from God. And this is given by inspiration of God. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and for instruction in righteousness, to help us to understand the things we need to know. It helps us to see ways in which we need to change our lives. It helps us to, to realize our errors uh, and uh, helps us to know how to live a life of godliness and so much else that the Word of God gives us. It is valuable, it is profitable, so that... 
The man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped. And so there's we're back to the idea of golf. We need to be thoroughly equipped. And when you play golf, you want to have good golf clubs. When you do other sports, you want to have the right sporting equipment. When uh, you know when somebody gets hired at Emmaus Bible College, they uh, if, if when their their position is one where they need a computer, then they are equipped with a good computer. Because at Emmaus, we want those employees to be well equipped to do their job uh, the way that they ought to. And so whatever it is that we're doing, if it requires equipment, we do it better when we are well equipped. The Word of God helps us to be well equipped for, as it says, every good work. Every good work. And, and uh, you know, I, I shared this with the... Uh, youth a couple of nights ago in Ephesians 2 verse 10 it says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works again created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them we are created to walk in that is to live in good works to live a life of doing good works God has made good works for you and me to do, to fill our lives with. And it says we are well equipped for every good work through the Word of God. And we don't wait until we're um, experts in, in the Word of God. and that We don't wait until we know everything that's in the Word of God to serve Him. We serve Him right now. But we will serve Him more and more effectively in whatever it might be if we know the Word of God. You know, some might say, well, my, my ministry includes cleaning the chapel building. How does cleaning the chapel building, how can I do a better job of that by knowing the Word of God? I, think, I say the Word of God gives us motivation for serving the Lord even in ways that might seem very, might seem very mundane. Uh, it helps us to see that all that we do is to be done for the glory of God. Or, uh, in fact, there is a, a camp in Texas, Sandy Creek Bible Camp, where I am told that during staff training week, when, they are, when the staff is learning to, how to clean toilets, that they're taught a phrase, we clean toilets so that campers Johnny and Jane can hear the Gospel and be saved. And so, learning the Word of God helps us to see what, or helps us to be well-equipped in whatever means of service it is. We can be better equipped and serve the Lord better when we are equipped through God's Word. So, take the Word of God, read the Word of God, study the Word of God, memorize the Word of God, obey the Word of God, and let the Word of God work in your heart, work in your mind. Uh, and uh, and cherish this this wonderful um, this wonderful message from God to you and from God to me. Let us take this word, cherish it, enjoy it, express it to others, communicate it to others, and uh, live it out ourselves. Shall I close in a word of prayer, Malcolm? Okay, very good. Dear Father, we thank you for this precious word. Thank you, Father, that you speak to us through it that You have given it to us so that we can understand the things that You really want us to understand about ourselves, about You, about Your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, 
about um, how we should live, what we should do, about the future, about the church, about the lost, about your great salvation. It teaches us what we really need to know in life. Thank you, Father, for giving us this Bible. Help us, Father, to be good students of it. Father, help us to uh, communicate the Word to loved ones and even to complete strangers. Help us, Father, to obey Your Word and to appreciate it. May it have, uh, have its work uh, in our lives, in our hearts, that we may be well equipped to serve You in all of our lives. In Christ's name we pray these things. Amen.